Love more, love more. Let it overflow. Let it abound. Let it increase. Grow in it more and more. Love more. Love more. Well, thank you for joining Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or Facebook or social media. Delighted to have you to tune in and join us. We'd like to share just a little humor. If you had one dollar and you asked your father for another, how many would you have? The teacher asked the little boy. One dollar, replied the boy. You don't know your arithmetic, said the teacher. No, replied the boy. You don't know my father. Well, we are doing the final part of a series that we've been sharing, Live Healthier, Live Happier, Live Inspired. And then the final part of that series is Love More, Love More. So that's what we're talking about today, Love More. And I'll try to finish it, but if I don't, we'll do another session on Love More, Love More. Philippians, uh, let's start with a verse over in Philippians chapter 1, verse 9. And you can see this theme of love more throughout the scriptures. Philippians chapter 1, verse 9, listen to it and you can hear the theme of this. And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all Judgment. Now, abound means to have in excess. So he says, I pray that your love would abound yet more and more, that you will have this love in excess, that you will have it in excess and in more excess. Then another translation of that same verse says, I pray that your love will overflow more and more. So abound means to overflow. So he's talking about the superabundance, the abounding flow of God's love in our hearts. I pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. And then here's another one. This is First Thessalonians 3.12. And it says, And the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men, even as we do toward you. So here we see love abounding and abounding. Now we see it increasing and abounding. And the New International Version of that verse says, May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other. So now we see love abounding. We see love increasing. We see love overflowing. This is the love we are to have for each other and for everyone else, just as ours does 
for you. Then I'll read one final one over in First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. It says, But as touching brotherly love, ye need not that I write unto you, for ye yourselves are taught of God to love one another. And indeed, ye do it toward all the brethren which are in all of Macedonia. But we beseech you, brethren, that ye increase more and more. So there's that more and more love. Love more, more and more. This love is to be increasing, is to be abounding, is to be overflowing in our lives and it not only fills us, but it overflows to others. And that's why God wants us to love more and more and more because it's an ever-increasing love, ever-increasing love. A.V., if you have the first video, you can show this. This is a great picture of overflowing love. I love that little girl. She just went in the store loving everybody. <laughs> she went in the store loving everybody. And that's a picture of love more, love more, love more. Let it overflow. Let it abound. Let it increase. Grow in it more and more. Love more. You know, God loves us just as much as he loves Jesus. God loves you just as much as he loves Jesus And the same love that he loved Jesus with, the same love that he loves Jesus with, that love abides on the inside of you. And we are to live in that love, to walk in that love, to continue in that love, to abide in that love, to dwell in that love, to remain in that love, to stay in that love. We are to love one another as... He loved us. Notice it doesn't say love one another as they love you. No, it says love one another as he loves us. As he loved us, that's the love. So he furnishes us the love that we are to love one another with. God furnishes us his very own love. He furnishes us his very own love. God doesn't love you because you do all the right things. He loves you because love is who he is. He is love. God is love. God is love. His love runs constant and it transcends human behavior. So God doesn't love you because you do everything right. He loves you because he is Love, And the Bible says in 1 John that as he is, referring to as God is love, so are we in this world. We are love in this world. 
As he is love, so are we love in this world. A.V., you can play the second video. Here's another picture of loving more. Praise God. What a great picture of loving more. Great picture of loving more. No wonder the Bible tells us to be children 
where love is concerned. The Bible says act like children where malice is concerned. In other words, love like children. They love, they don't hold anything against anybody and they'll spread it freely and abundantly. And so we just love that picture. I just love that little boy. He was just loving everybody. He's loved everybody. He didn't care what color they was, what size they were. He didn't care. He loved everybody. And that's the way we ought to be. Terry Ford says, she says, leave people better than you found them. Leave people better than you found them. Love more. Learn to love more. Mother Teresa said, let no one you encounter leave you without being better and happier. Love more. Love more. Love is as a fountain. It's as a fountain. And so when love springs out of our heart, it's like a fountain and it washes away all bitterness. It washes away all strife. It washes away all contention. It washes away all ill feeling. You know, if you ever go by a fountain and if you look right at the mouth of that fountain, if you try to put a piece of paper there, it'll wash it right out the way. You try to put a piece of debris, it'll wash it. The force of the fountain will wash it out. And so that's the way the force of God's love is in our heart. It washes away bitterness. It washes away hatred. It washes away contention. It washes away all strife. So love is like a fountain. Proverbs actually talks about guarding your heart because out of your heart are the springs of life, the fountain of life. Love is to be a fountain that outshoots from our heart, washing away all ill feeling because of God's love. When we dwell in God, we dwell in love because God is love. And so when you dwell in God, you dwell in love. So it lets us know that we first have to dwell in him. You really can't love properly until you are dwelling in him because he is the source of love. He is love. And so we can't love others properly when we haven't spent any time with love himself. And so when we read our Bibles or when we spend time in prayer, that's what you're really doing. You're spending time with love himself. And if you want to be able to operate out in the world and you want to be able to keep a love attitude, you want to be able to keep that spring of love, that fountain of love strong coming out of your heart, you can't do it aside from spending time with love himself. He's the one that furnishes that spring. It's his love. And so the force of that love is increased when we spend time with love himself. Jesus said it himself. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. And he says, unless the branch abides in the vine, you can't bear any fruit. You can't do anything aside from me. And so we can't love properly unless we are abiding in the vine. And when we're abiding in the vine, then the fruit of love grows naturally. It's a natural offshoot of abiding in the vine. So you don't really have to try to love. All you have to do is spend time with love, and love becomes a natural byproduct of spending time with love. And so it's spending time with Him that governs our love. 
God enlivens us in our vertical relationship with him so that we can share that love in our horizontal relationship with others. And that's why you have the cross there. Our vertical relationship with him, our love is enlivened in our vertical relationship with him so that we can now share that love in our horizontal relationship with others. But we first go vertical before we can go horizontal. So once you have spent time with love himself, now that love is able to flow horizontally out to others after we have been in our vertical relationship with him. Romans 5, 5 says that God has poured out his love in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. He has poured out his love in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Ephesians says that we are rooted and grounded in love. That was Paul's great prayer, that we be rooted and grounded in love in Ephesians. Love is patient and kind, coming from uh, 1 Corinthians 13, the great love chapter. Love is patient. Love is kind. It's not arrogant. And so along with love comes humility. Humility walks alongside love. So love isn't arrogant. We walk in love. We walk in humility. We walk in humility and love. Say that with me. I walk in humility and love. I walk in humility and love. I walk in humility and love. Love is patient and it's kind. It's not arrogant. We walk in humility and love. Listen to this. Colossians chapter 3 verse 12 through 14 says, but Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity or love, which is the bond of perfectness. Let me read it in the Amplified Bible. It says, so as God's own chosen people who are holy, set apart, sanctified for his purpose and well beloved by God himself, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, which has the power to endure whatever injustice or unpleasantness comes with good temper, bearing graciously with one another and willingly forgiving each other if one has a cause for complaint against another. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so should you forgive. Beyond all these things, put on and wrap yourselves in unselfish love, which is the perfect bond of unity, for everything is bound together in agreement when each one seeks the best for others. So I love that. I love that it talks about with having a heart of compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness, 
Then putting on love, putting on love. I like that. It's almost like getting dressed in the morning. Put on your clothes in the morning before you go out. Put on love. Put on love before you go out. Don't leave home without putting on love. And so you can practically put on love by spending time with love, as we said earlier. Spend time with love, and that's how you put love on. And then you rehearse that Father, I love you with all my heart, soul, mind, strength, and I love my neighbor as myself. That'll be one of the first Bible verses you say in the morning because what you're doing, you're putting on love. You're reminding yourself that as he is love, so are you in this world. Father, I love you with all my heart, soul, mind, strength, and I love my neighbor as myself. I purposely put on love today. Father, I put on a love attitude. The same love that you loved Jesus with abides in me, and so I put that love on right now. I love one another as you have loved me. I love one another as you've loved me. You've made your abode in me. You're living in me. You are love, and I am love in this world just as you are love. I am love in this world. And, Father, I want to love in a special way today. Father, anoint me to love somebody in a special way. Show me how to love. Show me how to forgive. Show me how to overlook a fault. Show me how not to get angry when someone does something wrong against me me. Show me how to forgive. Show me how to be patient with somebody. Show me how to put up with somebody and not be irritated and not fly off the handle. And show me how to overlook an offense. Lord, show me how to love with your love because you love me and your love is in me. The same love that you forgave me with, that love is in me. And Lord, I share that with others and let that fountain of love flow out of me and let it shower on to others. Praise God. But that's how you put on love. You put on love. You put on love. You have to renew your mind to love. You have to renew your mind to love every day because people will rub the love out of you. They will. They will. People will rub the love out of you. You will just be bone dry of love. (laughs) You'll be bone dry of love. And so you have to put it on every day. You have to renew your mind to love. You have to renew your mind. You have to remind yourself. No, no. The love of God has been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit. No, I'm full of his love. As he is love, so am I love in this world. I put on love. I put on kindness. I put on humbleness. I put on meekness. I put on gentleness. I put on forbearance. I'm forgiving. I'm understanding. I'm patient. I am kind. You got to renew your mind to that. You got to remind yourself who you are and what's in you. And when you spend time with love, his nature automatically will ooze out of your life. It'll ooze out of your life. If you find yourself becoming upset, irritated with people, I can guarantee you, if you go back and check your connection, you have spent more time with the world than you have spent with God. So you find yourself being disturbed and irritated and frustrated and angry and mad and fighting and fussing and strife. I can guarantee you, you're spending more time with the world than you have spent with God. And so when you spend with God, that love nature, he is love. He is love. The Holy Spirit will always direct your heart to love. Because that's who he is. He'll always direct you to love. 
He directs our hearts into the love of God because he is the spirit of love. He is the spirit of love. The Holy Spirit will never direct you in the strife. He will never direct you in the contention. He'll always direct you into love because that's who he is. That's who he is. That's who he is. So back to I'm rattling off some of the things that are in 1 Corinthians 13. Love thinks no evil, doesn't act unbecomingly, is not touchy, not fretful, not irritable, doesn't take into account a wrong suffered. It believes the best of every person. That's what love is. That's what love is. Believes the best of every person, doesn't take into account a wrong suffer. Not touchy, not fretful, not irritable. If you find yourself a little irritable, you need to spend time with love himself. Spend time with love himself. Let me share this, and I'm almost done. Let me share this. There's something the New Testament teaches, teaches this, this principle, and you'll find it over and over and over and over and over throughout the New Testament. And it's the principle of one another, one another. You'll find that phrase throughout the New Testament, one another. And it's describing the principle of how we are to care for one another, how we are to love one another and take care of one another. Listen to some of these verses. Love one another, John 13, 34. Be devoted to one another, Romans 12, 10. Honor one another, Romans 12, 10. Live in harmony with one another, Romans 12, 16. Build up one another, Romans 14, 19. Welcome and receive one another, Romans 15, 7. Be considerate of one another, 1 Corinthians 1, 10. Be courteous with one another, 1 Corinthians 1, 10. 1 Corinthians eleven thirty three. Care for one another. First Corinthians twelve twenty five. Serve one another. Galatians five thirteen. Bear one another's burdens. Galatians six two. I want to repeat the one I said just earlier. Serve one another. Galatians five thirteen. And actually, the verse literally says, "Serve one another in love." Serve one another in love. I have found to start putting that into practice. So whenever I am serving someone and it's maybe an inconvenience or maybe a little trouble, I always remind myself of that verse. I am serving them in love. Serve one another in love. It's a privilege. It's a pleasure. It's an honor to serve one another in love. I love serving one another in love. So I always remind myself, so if it's going to be something that's a little out of my way, a little inconvenient, you got to do something for somebody else, you got to help somebody else out, you don't really care for it too much, just remind yourself, no, I get the opportunity to serve one another in love. I am serving one another in love. Love. Somebody asks you to babysit, you don't feel like babysitting, just just remind yourself, I have the opportunity to serve one another in love. Somebody asks you to go to the grocery store, you don't feel like going, I have the opportunity to serve one another in love. And so put that into practice. That's a verse that I really put into practice whenever I do something for somebody else. And I may not care about doing it at the moment or maybe an inconvenience. I always remind myself, I get the opportunity to serve one another in love. Love, serve, and then I get happy about it because now I'm living out the scriptures. I'm serving one another 
in love. I'm serving one another in love. I get the opportunity to serve. It's a joy. It's a privilege. It's a pleasure to serve one another in love. Serve one another in love. Love serves. Love gives. Here's some other one another scriptures. Show tolerance for one another, Ephesians 4.2. Be kind to one another, Ephesians 4.32. Forgive one another, Ephesians 4.32. Submit to one another, Ephesians 5.21. Treat one another as important as yourself, Philippians 2.3. Be gentle and forbearing with one another. Teach and help one another. Increase and overflow in love for one another, Colossians 3.13. Comfort one another, 1 Thessalonians 4.18. Edify one another. Do good to one another, 1 Thessalonians 5.15. Encourage one another Hebrews 3:13 be concerned about one another Hebrews 10:24 motivate one another Hebrews 10:25 look after one another Hebrews 12:15 confess your trespasses to one another James 5:16 pray for one another James 5:16 have compassion for one another be hospitable to one another notice how many one another love one another love one another Love more. The New Testament is very clear. We're to take care of one another. We're to forgive one another. We're to encourage one another. We're to build up one another. We're to support one another. We're to love one another. Love is very practical. Love is an act. Love is a feeling, but it's also an act. We love in word, but we also love in deed. Love does something. It encourages, it builds up, and we are admonished to love one another. Love one another. Love more. So I just want to encourage you. I'm out of time, but I just wanted to encourage you to love more. Love more. Love more. Love more. Praise God. Praise God. You know, life is just so short and you don't really want to waste it griping. You don't want to waste it fussing and fighting and you don't want to waste it with contention and strife. No, get busy living and loving. Living and loving. Love makes everything better. Love makes the world brighter. Think if we could just act like those children on the videos I showed you. Think if the world had more of that. Think if the world had more hugging, more smiles, more waves. Think if we cared for one another and looked out for one another. That little boy wouldn't leave until he hugged everybody there. Think if we had that kind of love. The Bible says this is how the world will know that you belong to me because you love one another. It's how we are identified as Christians because of the love that we have for one another. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Well, I just pray that this encourages you to love more. Love more. Start at home. Love more. Start at home. How can you love more? Be more loving to your spouse. How can you be more loving to your kids? How can you be more loving to your coworkers? How can you be more loving to your friends? How can you be more loving to strangers? Love more. Love more. Amen. Praise God. Those of you who are watching us by television, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this entire series absolutely free of charge. You can also email it to a friend. But thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word.
You are listening to BrothersOfTheWord.com. This was the message titled Love More by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7906. That's 7906. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7906 to a friend, go to BrothersOfTheWord.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to BrothersOfTheWord.com often because, brother, you need the Word. Brothers of the Word.